We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, we're back. Act three. Laurie and Julia show for your Thursday here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. And since it is Act Three, that means sometimes during this hour. We will give you a chance to win those tickets to uh, Oprah. Join Oprah on January 11th, I believe. Is that the date? Yes, January 11th. Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yes. The special, 2020 Vision. Special guest, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. So we'll do guest the celebrity voice. Uh, I think I picked out a pretty good one for you today. Too. Yesterday's was hard, too, I thought. Uh, yeah, it was Adam Driver yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I love him. That, yes, that movie of his, Marriage Story, is getting very good buzz. Just He's FYI. in a lot of things. He's in Dark yes. Waters, I think, and other movies. Doing Double yep. Duty. Is He's, he in Dark? No, not no, Dark Waters. Report. That's Ruffalo. The, the Report. report. Yeah. The Report. And Marriage Story. Okay, so let's start with Mariah Carey uh, giving her fans what Lara said is the best Christmas present ever. So we'll let uh, right. you may take it away. When Mariah Carey penned All I Want for Christmas 25 years ago, she unknowingly crafted one of the biggest songs in music history, ringing in the start of the holiday season ever since. And this year, Mariah is giving fans everywhere a reason to celebrate. After releasing new festive moments from the making of the music video, and for the first time ever, sharing one of her first live performances of the song. When I made the record, um, I was trying to make a classic sounding record. I wanted it to be timeless. And timeless it is. Since debuting back in 1994, the tune inspiring countless covers. What more can I do? Baby, all I own for Christmas. Love Actually. Even making its way into popular holiday movies like Love Actually. That's pretty good for a song that took the Queen of Christmas only an hour to write. May this holiday classic reign supreme for another 25 years. So I love there it. There you go. And yeah. so Mariah is releasing all these little th- uh, little outtakes of when she did that video, which looks like an old-fashioned 70s, you know, like a 35-millimeter home movie. Sure. Remember yes. the video oh, of that? Oh, gosh. That song is just good. It's so, yeah. so good. So anyway, so that's happening. Laura was very excited about it. Did we talk about Mandy Moore's concert? Yes, yesterday. yesterday. At yes. this time. People are people are looking forward, I'm sure, to the soft rockness Listen, of her Mandy Moore. I'm like, like who's going to go? I don't know a soul, so I get a text uh-huh. last night. Oh, my gosh. Dawes is her band on this tour. 
So Dawes is her band. Why wouldn't they tell people that in the press release? I don't know. They don't want to sell tickets? They're trying to see how many tickets they'll sell without (laughs) Dawes? Honey, we sold 10 tickets here. All right, let people know it's Dawes. Because my friend told me, who is really? a Dawes aficionado. I mean, she mm-hmm. has like followed Dawes around. I like the, how you mixed affection and, and aficionado yeah. together. I like it. An, an affectionado. New affection word. It's so much easier mm-hmm. to say. Okay. Yeah. Sure, cut. But, it's but so- I mean, that's odd, Mandy, because you'd sell more if we knew it was Mandy Moore and Dawes. But you can see what she's trying to do. She's trying to make it on her own, make it on her own and not have to do it that way. Right, but so- damn it, if she told us that in the first place, we wouldn't even question it. So what? Who cares? So I just laughed so hard because I thought that you're like, who would go? Well, because right? I mean, you need another hook. Yep. We got it. Yeah. Got I mean, it. otherwise she could just play at the, var- you know, the varsity. Right. Right. But the Orpheum or the state, you know, you got that 2000. That you will feel empty. Seats. Yeah. That'll feel real empty. I know. It's so it'll work. Yeah. I think. Oh. Okay, so Julie Anders, you know, she is making the rounds still because people love to have that treasure on their show. Yes, she's making the rounds of um, Homework, the part two of her memoir that came out like 10 years ago, which we have a copy to share if you would like to read it. I could bring it in tomorrow since you're now an aficionado of memoirs. Music. Music. And entertainment memoirs. And I do think that Julie, I started her book. I wonder if she writes like she talks. She's still she's delicious. She's very um Mm -hmm. conversational in in Mm -hmm. her book. So anyway, she was on Ellen yesterday. And this is one of the stories in her book, but in case you don't read her book here. She's talking about um when she she was on the set of um the movie Ten. Which her husband, Blake Edwards, directed directed with Dudley Moore and Bo Derek. That's right. With the braids. Who I think Bo Derek just turned 63 this week. And she's happily she still with, with John Corbett. Is she? Oh, oh yeah. All right. Well, let's let's hear from a little Julie Anders. What is the wildest thing that happened during, because the two of you must have gone to like crazy parties in the 60s and 70s. There was one party that actually was manufactured for the movie 10. And uh, uh, I think my character in 10 had to look through a telescope and see that my boyfriend, sweet Dudley Moore, was in fact um, invading a neighbor's house where they were having an orgy. (laughs) What Blake had done was hire an awful lot of people who really are very at ease doing orgy films, I guess. (laughs) And uh, um, uh, I walked in and everybody was stark naked and and lying around very happily and casually and (laughs) treating it totally normally. And there was sweet, Dudley in the middle of it all and you know he wasn't very very tall and Blake put him between two enormously statuesque ladies and and so he was completely naked and these two ladies were naked but their bums were up here and little Dudley's was down there. Okay, that's funny. So sweet. Oh my god. <laughs> so sweet. Um, well it was it was more adorable than anything else because Dudley was so adorable. Oh, so adorable. Oh, my goodness. Dudley. Yeah, he was good. He really was yeah. adorable, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he always had beautiful always. girlfriends. Yeah. All statuesque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so there's a little Julie Andrews. If uh, anyone in your circle is a fan of Julie, this book is um, supposed to be good. Yep. And Julie is going to speed read it this weekend. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, as one does. Yeah, as mm-hmm. one does. Guess who's going to give uh, Taylor Swift her award on Sunday night, which she's going to, you know, accept with elegance and class. I Car- hope so. Carol King. Oh, wow. Carol King is going to present her awesome. with the Artist of the Decade honor. That's I mean, a big one to get her to come to this award show. I'm impressed. And I got to say, one songwriter to the other, you can, whatever you want to say about Taylor, she is a hell of a songwriter. She is a hell of a songwriter, and so is Carol King. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, anyway, she released a little statement and she said, I know how much determination it takes to be a writer in this business and to do what she's done. Blah, 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 blah. All right, blah, I have blah. to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Property Brothers, we've Ooh. heard. We've, I know, Lori. The Drew and Jonathan Scott, they're the property brothers. Yeah, They've been, they're a huge deal. We've even talked to one of them. Um, they have a new magazine magazine coming out called Reveal. Now, we've just heard Family Circle is closing down. We've heard many a other lot magaz- of legacy magazines. What are these guys doing? They well, seem to be Reveal. going in the wrong d- direction. Well, it's going to be a quarterly magazine. And um, the world... First of all, the word reveal, Lori, perfectly captures the mood of the magazine. We plan to reveal more about ourselves and showcase incredible people. No, that's what People Magazine is for. That's no, what your publicist gonna, is for. Here's what they're going to do. It's um, it's going to be quarterly, Mm-mm. and it's going to be about entertaining, family, food, travel, and more, and home decor. And the annual subscription is 20 bucks. Okay, and I'm going to tell you what they're going to do um, after a year. Shut down. That's right. All right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. It's Who just, knew it was Hollywood speak? It's just too. Uh, there's no magazine. Uh, those two. Well, guys. it's interesting because I Magnolia. You know, um, the those guys came out with a magazine and they're doing everything. I love their name, Magnolia. But would you watch this Extreme Makeover Home Edition is coming back? It's the reboot and it's going to be hosted by Jesse Taylor Ferguson, the redhead on Modern Family. No. <laughs> okay. Dying no surprise. Is, I mean, really, should we be surprised? <laughs> why would they get like somebody like get like because I thought your guy was hot. I don't know. I wish they would just bring back you know Trey or what was his name? Ty. 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 Yeah. Not even him. I no. like the beach ones. I like to yell at people Lori, for making are, beach vacation um, bad decisions. Compl- this is like a makeover to help people's. Lights. Oh, that one where they go oh, to yes. their house. Move the that house. bus. Yeah, no, I don't want to watch that. At surprise. All. <laughs> no, I didn't watch it back in the day when it was popular. So if they want to try cool. and. Uh, it Julia, was a feel good. Julia, it was a family show. It was like America's Funniest Home Videos. It was something. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, I think so. Because so you, it was, you don't watch that either. No, I didn't no, watch that okay. either. No, but I, I get it. I I understand the need <laughs> for that. You, I mean, you, you got the hole in the yeah. in the marketplace. Yeah. The niche but that I was filling. I don't know if anyone's asking for that show to come back. I don't know. I want to know if our St. Louis Park couple got renewed. I know. I do too. I can't think of the name of it. Stay or sell. Yes. I love that. I like that show a lot. I like them. They were so lovely. Yeah. Well, well maybe well, they'll let us know. Yeah, maybe they will. Now, are you going to watch Facebook um, uh, no. live to do an even for an evening with your newest 
Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrity crush that you didn't know you've had forever with Elton John. Nope. An evening with Elton. I know everything from his memoir. Do you? Because all these stories that keep coming out about him. It is to promote him, his new autobiography. I literally know everything about him. He's still like number three on the New York Times bestseller list. Pushing out a lot of memoirs that have came out recently because it's so juicy and it's kind of like it felt people our age. It's our life. Yeah. And you hear about all these greats that he just hung with and they were pals and buddies. He has a good story. Yeah. Well, he's also going to be on with Graham Norton. Yeah. That's fine. Fine. He wants to get back to the number one spot. I've already spent a lot of time with him. I'm, I feel like, how much time do you want from me, Elton? You know, I, he wants more. I did. Well, I went in to all of his old albums. and This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's do it. Let's get dirty. Woohoo! All right, let's let's do a little Thursday dirt alert. Let's start with uh, some television news. Man, you know where TV is where it's at when you read the headline that Harrison Ford is set to star in a new TV series and also executive produce it. Now, this show is called The Staircase, and he's shopping it around town. Okay. So that means that we don't know whether or not this is going to be picked up, but I'm pretty sure that some network or some streaming service is going to yeah. want to work with is Harrison Ford. Is it based Ford. on a book? Yes. Well, this is actually based on The Staircase, a docu-series that detailed the trial of Michael Peterson, who was accused of murdering his wife in 2001. Does this sound familiar to you? It, was he the, was this the Chicago guy? You know Remember I'm, the Peterson guy that he, remember? That's Drew Peterson. Oh, that was Drew. No, Drew Peterson killed his wife in California. I think mm. there were two Drew Petersons. There, maybe. There that, was a Drew Peterson in California with Lacey. Remember in the lake or the water, Michael Peterson, Michael Peterson, his name. So he claimed that he's his wife died after falling down the stairs at their home. But police suspected he bludgeoned her to death and staged the scene to look like an accident. So if that rings a bell, that's what this show is going to be on. Now, good news for people who like the show uh, The Sinner, because the the showrunner of The Sinner is involved in this project. And Harrison Ford is going to star as Michael Peterson. He's going to executive produce this. So I know that someone in Hollywood is going to want to buy this project. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. And I like that uh, Harrison Ford's television credits include such shows as the Virginian. Where's well, just going to say some old one. Bonanza. <laughs> right. Gunsmoke. Oh, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. And the FBI. The last time Harrison Ford was on a TV show was the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles back in the 90s. He made a guest appearance as Indiana okay. Jones. Here's some casting news that the Daily Mail is reporting. This is a little bit of gossip, so I can't confirm whether or not this is true. But the Daily Mail is reporting that Imelda Staunton is going to play Queen Elizabeth II in seasons 5 and 6 of The Crown. I don't even know who They're she is. They're going to have her age that fast. She's in, um, you know where she was in the Downton Abbey movie. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. In real life, she's married to the guy with the big ears. Carson. Carson, yeah, thank you. That's a real life oh, that's husband. that's right. Why are they aging so fast? Well, she really isn't that old, Lori. Well, no, she she's born, in, She's 63 years old. Olivia Coleman is 43. Yeah. Now, we've already gone from 26 to 43, and now in two, in, we only get two years of the 43, and then we got to jump to 60s. They're missing a lot of gossip in between the crown. Okay, well, you're oh, not in charge. I know, but and I, it does skip ahead. Uh, listen... People were having trouble with the skip ahead that we just had. Now we're already skip, skip, skipping ahead. Well, apparently, uh, Peter Morgan, the creator of The Crown, is doing his research to figure out how to fit in all of this juicy royal gossip. They might have to do There's a lot that happens. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot that's happening. Do you think they'd extend it? Because they're supposed to only have... These two years and then two more. And Look at all the stuff over. Prince Andrew could keep him writing for quite a while now. Oh my goodness. I mean, she is 93. Are they, who are they? They, I don't know. I think they don't need to be jamming so, so much in. So we like that show. Age. Stretch it out. I know. Yeah. Well, fascinating because she is 93. And then we get all of this royal drama in the past two years. Right. Right. Who would have known? Because the crown started three years ago, I believe, yeah. three four years ago, and so just in the past couple of years, you could have a whole season. Who's going to be our ninety-year-old queen to play the real queen when she's a hundred? When by the time this gets down to that, some I mean, CGI thing? Uh, no, no, mm-hmm. they could the, Judy Catherine Dench, Hepburn. Judy Dench with the wig. Oh, yeah, the loon. Yeah, right. oh, I don't know. Well, this is just a rumor All from right. the Daily Mail. So we don't know whether or not this is going to be the case. But please enjoy season three of The Crown at your leisure. It's streaming on Netflix right now. Here's the headline from People.com this afternoon. Speaking of royals, Prince William and Prince Harry have, quote, a lot of hurt and unresolved issues. So says a friend. Well, well and they talk about this person that used to work at the castle the castle Buckingham at Buckingham Palace. Palace, who was kind of their guy, who kind of would mend fences between the two men, boys, as they went through their 20s and stuff, and he no longer works there. And there's no one to kind of force those two. Well, here's the thing I, that I think is really the root cause of everything. William was not supportive of Harry marrying a biracial American woman. Okay, he wasn't supportive of that. And then B... When they were married, couldn't, you know, couldn't stop that. Then William got busted with, you know, Rose Hanbury of Chumley in his affair. And all summer long, he had his people leak like a sieve all this Megan stuff to deflect the stories on his bad behaving, getting busted. We're going to have to wait till the the crown. I'm just saying, I think (laughs) that's what Harry is furious that he just like. Both he and the queen kind of let Meghan get trash for baby well, showers and well, nail polish. Well, they did let her get trash. I will agree with that. I think that's where the... the They don't even talk. That's what the bitterness is. Mm-hmm. Diana yeah. would be very upset. Very upset. To Julia's point, this friend talking to people.com says that there's no one to help mediate mm-hmm. the issues. And the dad doesn't do it because he's terribly awkward with the boys himself. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, Prince Charles, he's just kind of an awkward individual. What, what, what is he the I patron think Camilla, of? I like? Camilla, Camilla should step in. Or Granny, Someone needs what about to Granny? do something. 
Yeah, you know, and the, uh, the source also adding just that uh, this is a normal consequence of their moving into adulthood. And Not really. No, no, We no. have other siblings get along. So no. then who do you think is the source talking to people.com with this story? Well, probably maybe both. Mm-hmm. They're getting both. Yeah. You know, and it's... Because in- they're like everybody. They want to try and get both sides because Harry and Meghan are wildly popular, but William and Kate will be king and queen. Yeah. Yeah. Down the road. Oh. But I, I do think that that is the thing, William and his um, affair with Rose of Chumley. Mm-hmm. You've said that. Mm-hmm. Rose times. of Chumley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit more royal gossip. Not a lot happening concerning Prince Andrew today. Just that his reputation is in tattered and disgraced. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, the Daily Mail running a very delicious photograph of Prince Andrew just staring into the abyss uh, in his vehicle. Apparently, he was set to fly to Bahrain today to speak as the guest of honor at his charity Pitch at Palace, which is a platform that he started back in 2014 to amplify and accelerate the work of entrepreneurs. But oh. he is not going to be making the trip because he wouldn't have been doing that necessarily in a public capacity. But I'm sure everyone around him was like don't Dude. go well he Dude. doesn't get paid anymore for any right. of this so like if you're gonna go you're gonna have to pay, pay for, for it on your own, own and he does not have money money exactly duchess fergie was seen at buckingham palace today well then prince to philip the must have been at meeting. windsor castle or somewhere <laughs> mm-hmm. else because he can't stand her that's <laughs> well known i can't wait for that episode when they all when that happens because mm-hmm. he all oh, he tried so hard to talk andrew out of that Oh, my goodness. So maybe Sarah talked to Prince Andrew a little bit and was like, you don't need to be going to this. I don't know. Their whole relationship is quite bizarre. Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson. They were having coordinated talks earlier this year in Spain. We saw the photographs of them getting off of a plane or a helicopter or some kind of vehicle. After Epstein died, they flew off on vacation together. And apparently she talked him into doing this interview. Oh, God. It's just... (laughs) Their children hate them both. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, and by the way, in case you missed it, and speaking of Jeffrey Epstein connections, Les Wexner, the head of L Brands, who allegedly put up the bill for that townhouse in New York City, well, his company has canceled the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Um, we did hear this was coming, didn't we? The rumors were true. The rumors were true. Yeah. Thanks, All right. Sally. Yes. Tell us if the rumors are true about the traffic. Good, bad, medium, and different. Just a little bit of this and a little bit of that, as Joe Judice might say. Uh, your My Talk Traffic is brought to you by a life formerly known as... She has a theory. Well, I have a theory. We're going to be uh, giving away our tickets in the next uh, 25 minutes to Oprah because we haven't done it yet today. No, so there's I a theory think that's for you. A, yeah. Okay. That's uh, a fact. Here is a theory. You're going to be very sad to know this, Julia. Oh, well, here I'll give you the good okay, news. Okay, give me the good news. Guess who is the most likely to shop in person on Black Friday? What age group? Old. You were wrong. Millennials. Really? They are, more than half of millennials are planning on hitting some stores. But the bad news in all of this theory is that 61% of people have no plans to shop in person on Black Friday. I'm not surprised. Remember, you guys, think of how fast this change 
shopping I know on Black you do. Friday. But my, my sister told me today on the phone, because I'm going to be in Montana with mm-hmm. my sisters, and she's like, we're not shopping on Black Friday. And I said, what are you talking about? We always end up going. Yeah. She goes, just not early in the morning. I said, fine. fine. We never do that early in the morning. Yeah. Making rules already. Yeah. Uh, people say the stores are too busy. If they're not, they don't like that. Also, customer service. It's you got to wait in lines to check out. They don't want to do that. Um, it's fun. It's festive. There are better deals after Thanksgiving, so they just wait for that. That's they do true. tell you mm-hmm. some electronic stuff. Yeah. You know, there are better deals right. after Black Friday, and, and I had some. Well, I have a theory the Mall of America is going to be busy anyway, and so is Rosedale, it, Southdale, and every Do other you know mall. how much fun it is to go to the Mall of America on Black Friday? I've been there before super early. It's so much fun because it's so, and the malls are so beautifully decorated. I agree. I love going into the stores. I'm going to miss uh, doing that shopping this year. You're going to be in Mexico. Mexico. Okay, here we go. Now, this. Do we all feel like we subscribe to the theory that why does it seem like time passes faster as you get older? Oh, yeah. Right? It goes like this. It feels like it. Hmm. I mean, Donna, you feel that way? Is it because you don't remember the days? (laughs) (laughs) Or the date in your case. Yeah. (laughs) I never know the date. Physics is going to offer us the explanation as to why time flies as we get older. Okay. So... Like, even if you think about, like, when you were a kid and you remember childhood summers and, or you remember how long the school year felt to you. It just went on. Two weeks could feel like forever, you know? So, uh, here's what happens. People, it's always just been, oh, it just comes with growing older, that sure. time goes by fastest. But this new study is giving us a more scientific explanation. Okay. That as we age, the speed in which our brains obtain and process our everything we see gradually slows, which results in this temporal discrepancy in our memory okay wow. i know simply put this slow <laughs> down of our mind of the brain's imaging speed causes perception of time to speed up got it because we're not collecting as much people are often amazed at how much they can remember from days that seem to last forever in their youth very specific things but as we get older time flies our nerves deteriorate as we age, and it f- slows down the flow of electric uh, electrical signals mm-hmm. through our brains. Like, if you look at uh, an infant's eyes, how fast yeah, they move in comparison mm-hmm. to adults. Kids just can process images unbelievably faster than adults. We 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 forget that, and so because older people are processing so many fewer images because everything is slowing down, it feels like time passes faster, Hmm. if that makes any sense. Because the young mind receives more images during one day than the same mind in old age, and that's why the day feels long when you're Mm -hmm, young. mm -hmm. I know, I feel Mm. the same way about that. Jeez, it's all coming down to that. We've got to process faster. Go to Learning Rx. No, there you go. Get your butt in Learning Rx. People, keep it up. Okay, so do you ever have anyone who had the theory, like, um, if you got- I had a secretary who had this, that she always 
believed that she had to chew gum three times a day to clean out her teeth. That she oh. was teeth cleaning. I I don't have time to brush my teeth and floss, but I chew gum. Apples. Okay. I um, feel like you should three times. I mean, my teeth feel bad in the afternoon if I haven't. I carry a toothbrush and tooth. I I do it in my car. I chew gum after lunch every day. (laughs) The Journal of Dental Research, Clinical and Translational Research just published this. Okay. And guess what, kitty cats? Chewing sugar-free gum may slow tooth decay and is close to fighting cavities. Mm -hmm. Really? Because you get it in between and it gets the gunk out of your teeth if anything's stuck from lunch or something? Yes. Uh, According to this research team from King's College London, Mm -hmm. sugar-free gum can slow the development of tooth decay in both adults and children. They say that sugar- Free gum can be thought of as an effective preventative measure against cavities. For the study, they looked at all this research that was published over 50 years, including 12 other studies that had focused on sugar-free gum and people chewing it and blah, blah, blah. And they found that if you chew gum, it impedes the development of cavities, giving it a preventative favor rating of 28%. That's huge. Well, you think about it, it can get, if you've got something stuck in a molar, it can get it out for you. You know, if you're eating a hard candy or something and you chew gum, it pops it out. Right. You know, dots are a little extreme. That's right. You know, pulling stuff out Mm -hmm. because you could lose a cavity with it. That's right. Gum, all right. And gum chewing while you're trying to learn something is also while you're reading something that you need to memorize. Remember, it helps it. Yeah. So they are trying to get the dental community. It's been, it's become more accepted because the sugar free gum. And for people, like if you've got kids that are really prone to cavities, right? Try some gum. I mean, I wonder why I got so many cavities as a kid, but I mean, I. Some people just. Bazooka. Oh. Oh. I loved bazooka. Couldn't stop. That was your thing. You still like it. I still like someone has some of them. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so this finding is just going to strengthen the idea of you and know. it's good for your breath too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chewing helps produce saliva, and that helps rinse out your mouth. Too. Whose study is this, people? Who went to Lori, the tra- problem of journal dental research? Oh, we, uh, I skipped over that part, Donnie. Yeah, but, you must have read it. I did skip over that. I had part. your copy. Uh, yeah, there you go. But anyway. So there you go. Okay, my last study for you okay, is... Okay, is? I just... just I don't want, know what to think about this. All right, give us the headline. The headline of the theory is that tens of millions of people carry their smartphones everywhere, everywhere, everywhere that they go. They cannot be without them. And now it has just become a fact of life. The cell phones are going in the bathrooms with us. So if you're spending time that used to be the newspaper, that's right. Because I remember when my dad was having constitutions, Mm -hmm. he would always bring in the paper. That's my morning constitution, a cup of coffee in the newspaper. That's right. So it's just not many people read. I mean, we don't get a lot of people don't get newspapers in the home every day. But one in four of every adults have admitted they have never once cleaned their cell phone. Oh, ish. Not even once. Mm. And, um, People, in fact, are so... um, Oh, God, you're going to do a germaphobe thing right now? (laughs) Well, when both hands are busy, two in five Americans, 41%, they don't hesitate to put the phone right in their mouth. 
Uh, Serious? Half of people admit to putting their keys in their mouth. 54% have put their credit card in their mouth. I throw them in my bra. And 34% (laughs) of people have placed cash in their mouth. Um, Not uh, 88% of Americans bring their phones in the bathroom. And 46% they'll even bring them into a public restroom. And what's interesting is that parents... More than non-parents, they're at 93% as to who's bringing the phone in the bathroom. They are the highest. So a little private time. That's right, Julia. Mm-hmm. They are. Lock the door. <laughs> Lock the door and get away. Yeah. But anyway, um, they're they're real dirty. Try and scrub them down. Okay. And, um, and that's all we got. That That's kind of all we have is that um, just how really, really filthy the phones are. Yeah. And I kind of thought about this the other day. I'm like, when is the last time I de- kind of scrubbed our remotes at home? At home, I actually just watched my keyboard on my computer and my remote the other day. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I have time. You've got time. <laughs> Takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. But Donnie, time? have you cleaned your remote? Have you cleaned no, your phone? I, I have to plead guilty to yeah. that. Yeah. Phone, phone, yes. Remote, no. You might want to think yeah. about it. It's and mostly it's food. your germs. It is yeah, food. food. But, yeah. but it's your food, yeah. but you just think of everything that you're trailing yeah. along. And yeah. so, anyway, these are the two things that when they do like to do studies about what are really dirty, they do love to swab your phone. Yeah. And swab your remote and then show you that it's filthier than a public restaurant. Used to be sheets in a hotel room. Now you have to ask for new sheets. That's right. Oh, good Lord. All, all right. right. When we come back, we're giving away Oprah tickets. Yes, no, let's we play are. the voice before the Okay, break. yeah, oh, let's do it. Right. So I uh, need you to identify this voice for uh, going to see Oprah. Here we go. I think, you know, like after years, you know, um, on the couch, my, you know, therapy, with therapy sessions, I, you know, I have to learn to tone it down in my real life. I know. We know. Yeah. We know. Yeah. We know. All That's right. a good one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. You'll be getting a pair of tickets if you know that voice to go see Oprah at the Excel Energy Center. Out with us today, Donnie. Do we have a winner for our Oprah I tickets? Did. I got a winner right off the bat. It actually, was easy. yeah, it was pretty easy. Very distinctive yes. voice. Jennifer from Clearwater is going to tell us who this is. I think you know, like after years, you know, um, on the couch, my, you know, therapy with therapy sessions. I, you know, I have to learn to tone it down in my. All right, Jennifer, who is that? That's actually Holly Hunter. Yay, yes, Holly and- Hunter. Good, and congratulations, honey. Who are you going to bring? Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm going to bring my mom and surprise her for Christmas. Oh, awesome. Good. Perfect. Good for you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Of course, uh, Holly Hunter is in the news because she has joined the cast of Tina Fey and Robert Carlock's upcoming NBC comedy uh, and she'll be opposite Ted Danson, and um, he's like a mayor of California, and and he's like a pompous. We don't something. know the name of it yet. We don't. No, we don't. No, but, but anyway. I'm excited. Uh, Tina Fey's yeah. coming back to TV. I don't know if she's in it. She's oh. rating it. Okay, that is correct. 
All right, so, um, you know, the romantic comedies are hitting hard this year. Um, Netflix has, is copying Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel, and doing a lot of romantic comedies. We got all the Dolly Parton uh, the heartstrings do- right? uh, movies. Those? those are all, they all have a love angle. Do they all have a love Pretty angle? Pretty much. Oh, I didn't know that they yeah. all have a love angle. So there is a theory about, because a new one has been uh, released, and it's um, called The Night Before Christmas. And it stars Vanessa Hudgens, and it's a continuation of an, uh, another night story that Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens was in a couple years ago or something. Mm-hmm. But they said kind of why the theory about why rom-coms are working so much right now is because of what's going on in our country, and people just want a happy, joyous place to be. And... Um, They said, you know, when you're young, you have all this magical thinking and your mind thinks like magic is... And you're processing so much faster and time is moving slower. And everything is possible. And so what the rom-com does is it taps into magical thinking for adults. And everyone likes them. It's a good feeling. And they end and they end well. And magic is everywhere. But they also say say that um, in these new rom-coms... Why they're sitting better with people. It's not like you're waiting for your prince in your knight in white shining armor to come and save you. You know, because in a lot of these rom-coms, it used to be waiting for someone. This is like a continuation of theories. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it is, basically. Well, what they're saying about this is basically that women are strong. They're making the women strong in the new new rom-coms. They don't need a man. It's nice to have. And that's kind of a switch in the newer... Newer Are there going to be self-partnering rom-coms? Well, I'm making That's one right now. That's going to be next. I'm making a self-partnering rom-com because uh, I've self-partnered. Yes. Uh, with me in my closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm holding my own hand as we speak. It's going to be hard to break up, like you said, Laurie. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think, so this one is just released now, and it's called The Night Before Christmas. If you want to... It looks cute. Lori, I love these cute little... Have You haven't even watched the one with Rob I Lowe and Kristen. I have not watched the Kristen uh, oh. Davis, and I, I want to. It's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's, enough time. Huh? Well, I know. I just try not... I know. What the heck? What the heck? What else do we know today? Yeah, I mean, you're the Hallmark movie Christmas watcher. I know. That's that that's your domain. It is my domain. Donnie and I leave you to it. Completely. We we trust <laughs> anything that you have to share with us to tell us about it. They just make you happy. You don't have to watch them really. Hmm? You don't really even have to watch them. They just happen. I would very much like to see the Kristen Davis and Rob Lowe. Just because you get to visit the in, elephants. Yes, you get to go to Africa. Tanzania, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. I love, I mean, that's why I liked watching, like, Jack Ryan or a Mission Impossible, or even I'd probably like that about Charlie's Angels. I love it when you go on a trip on some of these, hmm. some of these, um, you know, shows oh. where you're traveling all over. Have you guys watched Jack Ryan, the third season or I've, second season? I like the mm-hmm. second one in. I'm in the, maybe the third one in. I'm on the third. Yeah. Donnie, you don't watch it? No, I just show. have other things on my list. Oh, Donnie Sorry. is such a snob. I got to get about, through uh, Man on the High Castle. Yeah, I know it. You know? But Donnie, this is not your... You didn't even watch the first season. I didn't. I just didn't make my list. What can I say? I'm telling oh. you, Jan. John Krasinski, that is good. There's endless... Stories because of all the Clancy novels. No, there are endless stories. It's like Michael Conley and Bosch. Yeah, endless stories. Well, somebody passed away. Donnie, do you or Lori? You might. Casey, I know will know. Vikings kicker 
Fred Cox. Well, sure. Yeah. He was the leading Vikings, uh, leading he, scorer. Wasn't he in the, was he a purple Super people Bowl, eater? He was number 14. No, yeah. the people eaters were the lines. The yeah, but the, wasn't he, didn't he play in that yes. era yes. with yes. those guys? Because I feel like I know this name Four from when Super I watched Bowls. it. Oh my God. 15 seasons as a Minnesota Viking. How old was he? 80 years old. Jeez, oh, we'll cool. have to read Patrick Royce's column tomorrow. Well, it's, who wrote this? Um, I don't know if it was Royce. It's Chris Miller from the Star mm. Tribune, but he passed away. Mm-hmm. That's a name everyone will. Fred Cox. Yeah. One of the last straight ahead kickers. Because you know, now they all now kick from the side. Style. Soccer oh. style. You're right, Donnie. He yeah. was a straight on kicker. Yeah. And did we like him? Can you guys remember? Yeah, he, was he was good. He was a good kicker. Yeah. He was. Yeah. It was the ultimate. Pl- Here's what Bud Grant said. Okay. Fred was the ultimate team player for us. He took part in all of our scout teams playing running back or whatever we asked him to do. (laughs) He was a great asset to our team, a true credit to the team and his community. If you saw those games, he always stood right next to me on the sideline because he was such a big part of what we were doing on the field, and he knew the game so well. Uh, How old is Bud uh, Grant now? I mean, 90-ish? 90s, yeah. Fred Cox, by the way, was the co-inventor of the Nerf football. Was he really? He was. Gosh, and he was born in 1938. Oh, we wish him and his family well. Yeah. It's just such a... All right, tomorrow it's Friday. We couldn't be happier about that. I'm really going to try and come up with some better pickup lines. I might have breakup lines tomorrow night. Do it. Break up before you have to go to somebody's home for the holidays. Oh, gosh. I love your positive (laughs) poly over here.